It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti, Panthers Wire, hitting you guys back up. Hope you guys are having a good week as always. Uh, been a couple days off, but we're back here. We're going to kind of tie a lot of things together, you know, kind of wrap up what was the final week of spring practice. We're actually now knee-deep into kind of the dead period of the NFL, uh, you know, the time of the NFL calendar that we all hate because really nothing goes on. But we'll kind of recap minicamp, go over some observations from some from some reporters and media that were out there, uh, and then a couple of news bits to talk about as well. So let's go over first. Uh, we'll just kind of run through some of the observations that some of the media saw from the final practice. So a couple notes from Brian Strickland here over at Panthers.com. So just kind of quick recap what he talked about. So, you know, we're not really going to get into the play-by-play stuff, you know, because, I mean, it's mini camp. you know, you Everybody loves the live play-by-play tw- play tweets during minicamp, but, you know, they are what they are, I guess. But one note here, too, uh, one interesting note that pops out first. He, t- he mentions Brian Cox, the defensive end, was actually carted off the field. Uh, he and guard Norman Price got into a tangle on accident. Um, no word, didn't say anything though about, you know, if he's going to be out a while or what exactly happened, but just a note that Brian Cox was carted off. So hopefully he gets well quick. Uh, Mike Adams was excused from practice and defensive tackle Drew Iddings was held out with a back injury. And they also noted how Greg Olson and Thomas Davis were among a group of veterans who, I guess, kind of gave up some of their reps to help some of the younger players. And certainly that's always a a good look there because these younger players, these rookies, we talk about how important these reps are because you don't get many of them in practice. Uh in, in general, teams don't get a lot of practice because of the CBA, but especially for the younger players that are fighting for a roster spot. So good move there by those guys. Uh, he did say, he writes, practice wouldn't have been complete without a Davis-Newton exchange. Right after Thomas's early touchdown, offensive tackle Matt Khalil ended up knocking Newton over. Interesting. <laughs> Uh, after a seemingly stunned silence broke, Newton didn't remain silent, actually hanging out along the defensive sideline for a while. 
He unsurprisingly gravitated to Davis, who welcomed Newton as only he can. He's not used to standing on the winner's side of the field, Davis said to Kylie, a suited-up make-a-wish kid. So that... And again, you know, mini-camp practice, I'm sure they're, you know, just having having a lot of fun out there. And good to see they had a make-a-wish kid out there on the field. You know, it's always good to see teams kind of giving back like that and helping out these kids. Uh, mentioned Lorenzo Doss again, which we've been seemingly seeing his name just about every practice. I uh, had... He actually talked about how Eric Washington, the defensive coordinator, talked about Doss during this spring session and basically said, quote, pick machine, Lorenzo Doss, takeaway machine, can't stop him, unquote. Uh, Strickland does note that Doss was quiet on Thursday, but safety Damian Parms picked off Newton and also burst into the backfield to thwart a handoff to Christian McCaffrey. That's how he wrote it. So a good, so a bit of a good day there then to uh, for Damien Parnes. But he says the takeaway of the day went to rookie linebacker Andre Smith, the, of course the, the fifth round pick I believe out of North Carolina, who picked off Garrett Gilbert after safety Desmond Southward leapt to deflect the pass. And Smith seized it off balance from the turf. He wrote about Curtis Samuel. Uh, of course, Samuel's a guy we've been talking about throughout camp. A guy that kind of has to step up this offseason and kind of shake off the injury bug. He said Curtis Samuel wrapped up a camp in which he pushed it on his surgically repaired ankle and then backed off with a strong finish. He flashed his quickness of a strike from Gilbert along the sideline, then he sped into open space deep downfield, though Gilbert overshot him. Talk about the left guard competition. Ron Rivera said that Amini Silatolu would likely get the first look when we get to training camp. Not really a surprise there. I've been saying I expect Silatolu to be the favorite essentially, um, and it wouldn't surprise me if Silatolu ends up as the week one starter at left guard. Uh, Rivera said, I anticipate him being at the top of the list to get that opportunity, yes, but we have a few guys who all performed well during OTAs and minicamp, Rivera said. All of those guys will get a real serious look at it, and I'm excited to see who is going to step up. And Rivera mentioned Silatolu, Taylor Moten, Jeremiah Searles, Tyler Larson, and Greg Van Rotten. So a lot of guys there at uh, in competition for left guard. So obviously these few weeks in July and August will be very telling. We'll see what, you know, obviously things change when the pads go on. And then we'll get to the preseason and then things will really start to rev up here. So those are kind of the notes from Strickland there as we wrap up OTAs and or, and wrap up minicamp as we move into training camp at Wofford University. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Before we move on, I want to thank our sponsors over at BlueChew.com. Hey guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Well, now you can increase your confidence and get that extra confidence in bed. BlueChew.com, that's B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a regular pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting at the pharmacy, and no awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and because Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for all you locked-on listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and use the, lock, use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, to get your first shipment free, you just pay $5 in shipping. So again, go to BlueChew.com, B-L-U-E-C-H-E-W.com, and use the promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, and get your first shipment for free. Just pay $5 in shipping. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast and the locked on podcast network a couple news and notes here to go through now with the panthers dj moore the first round pick of the panthers 24th overall has signed his rookie contract which means the entire rookie class if i'm not mistaken yep the entire rookie class is now all signed and ready to go. Usually, of course, it takes some of the first-round picks a while to sign, as we've seen in the past, you know, especially the higher picks. Uh, but lower in the first round, it's not too bad. Sometimes they just wait a while. But DJ Moore, locked and loaded, ready to go. So now everybody will be accounted for come training camp, which was actually... The dates were just set just recently as well. Uh, Again, as always, the training camp will take place at Wofford Wofford College. Excuse me, I said Wofford University earlier. Wofford College in Spartanburg, South Carolina. Training camp will kick off Thursday, July 26th. Uh, Training camp will actually begin with the annual kickoff party at 4 p.m., And then the first practice starts at 6.30 in Gibbs Stadium at Wofford. Then camp will run through Monday, August 13th. And it includes the annual Fan Fest event Friday, August 3rd 
at Bank of, Amadi Bank of America Stadium. Excuse me. Uh, all practices and additional fan activities are free and open to the public. Uh, we've seen, we're starting to see a lot of teams close a lot of their practices to the public. There's teams, uh, the New York Jets are an example, the Philadelphia Eagles are an example, where they only have a select number, maybe even like two or three practices that are open to the public. So good to see the Panthers. Still one of those teams that allows all their all their practices to be open to the public. But again, so it kicks off Thursday, July 26th at 4 p.m. with the kickoff party. And then the first practice is at 6.30 that night. And then, of course, preseason schedule begins Thursday, August 9th on the road against the Buffalo Bills at 7 o'clock start. Then Friday, August 17th at 7.30, they host the Miami Dolphins. Week 3, the preseason tune-up at home, Friday, August 24th at 7.30 against the Patriots. And then the preseason concludes, as it always does, seemingly every year forever, uh, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. That'll take place at Heinz Field August 30th. And then, of course, the regular season begins September 9th at 425 at home against the Dallas Cowboys. So it's getting ever so close. Again, we just have to go through a little over a month before uh, before we can finally get back going with training camp and then it's full speed ahead for the rest of the calendar year. We talked last week, too, about the NFL players' top 100 list because Cam Newton made an appearance at number 25 and we expected that Luke Keekley would be showing up at some point as well. And sure enough, he was revealed on last week's edition of the Top 100 as he came in at number 12, so just outside the Top 10. Fifth consecutive year, he is in the Top 20, and he's the only linebacker to be a part of all six of these top 100 countdowns since he was eligible since he was first eligible in 2013. Uh, he was the third and pretty much final Panther to be revealed on this list. And you had Thomas Davis at number 73, Cam Newton at number 25, and now Luke Keekley at number 12. And then they then I saw they ranked Russell Wilson at number 11, so just outside the top 10. Uh, next week, and I know they usually, I know the way they've been doing these final episode type deals when they reveal the top 10, I think it's broken into two uh, hour-long episodes. I think they do it the first hour. They go 10 through 6, and then they reveal the top 5. And again, you know, with this kind of list, 
take it how you will, take it for how it's worth. It's just more or less just how the players see their peers, and really it's more too about coming off of last season. A lot of this is really... Uh, is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You know, 2017, essentially. But, again, definitely well-deserved. Arguably the best middle linebacker in the NFL today. You know, yes, the concussion issues are there, and I've talked about it on a couple podcasts. By the way, um... I actually just recorded, before I started recording this, I jumped on with Ed Valentine and Patricia Traina over at Locked On Giants. Talked a little bit of Giants and Panthers there. So be on the lookout for that. I believe that'll come out this Friday. So it was definitely fun to talk to them. I also got a chance to talk on the Aussie Guys NFL podcast. So that, that was fun. It was actually my second year doing that. Uh, always fun to hop on with some buddies from across the pond. Uh, in what in a spot that's essentially opposite of us. And in, in that, you know, it was Saturday night when I recorded the pod. So for them, it was Sunday morning, I believe. So... That, that was fun, so be on the lookout for that. I'll be posting the link there as well. One more note to talk about, too, before we get out of here. This is actually something that just came out a little bit earlier today uh, from Jordan Rodriguez of the Charlotte Observer, where she says the Carolina Panthers contract negotiations with representatives for right tackle Darrell Williams face a monster gap financially between the player and the team. She also writes that a league source said Tuesday would be shocking if a contract extension happened for Williams before training camp in July. Williams was someone we had talked about recently here on the pod. There was a note that they were hoping or expecting to get a new contract done. This obviously seems like there's quite a bit of a snag with those talks. And now, you know, if these are, uh, if these hold true, then I guess don't expect a contract extension for, or at least the, at this point, for Derry Williams, which will be tough because Derry Williams, of course, is coming off and excellent season and if he hits the open market could be tough for for the Panthers to re-sign him because you know he'll certainly have a lot of suitors in the free age in the free agent market so ideally the Panthers would want to get him locked up before the season starts 
but certainly sounds like the chances of that are lowering by the day. So we'll keep an eye on that as the summer progresses. So there's just a couple quick notes there from Panthers OTAs. We'll jump back next time with the divisional previews. Uh, I believe we left off at the AFC South. That'll be the next division we cover. You know, just kind of wanted to wrap things up a little bit with the OTAs. And, you know, again, a couple notes from the last couple days. So we'll wrap it up there. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in. Again, you can check me out on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. Check out my work at uh, Panthers Wire and Bengals Wire. And again, check out the Locked on Giants podcast this week to hear my appearance with Ed and Pat. You know, they do a great job over there covering the Giants. So go check them out. Of course, check out everyone here on the on the Locked on Network. So with that, Bill Rossetti, appreciate you guys listening. You've been listening to the Locked On Panthers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And until next time, we'll see you right here on LOP. Until then, take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.